1: And now, Governor Ron DeSantis throws his hat in the ring. Good morning, Boston. Okay, it's been building and building now for many months. Uh, This is it. There are many, many candidates now in the Republican primary contest. Uh, A lot of them. It's going to be a crowded field. But as the Trump campaign itself admits, what the polls clearly show is that he, President Trump, is way ahead of the pack. And there is now only one man that poses any kind of a possible challenge. And that, of course, is Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. And he's been flirting with announcing a bid uh, to, for President of the United States. Well, today at 6 p.m. Eastern, according to Fox, citing a source, actually several sources, uh, within the DeSantis campaign, according now to other media outlets as well, tonight will be the night he will go on Twitter in an interview with Elon Musk, and on Twitter he will officially announce he is running for president of the United States. According to the polls, he is the only one, it's a long shot, he has a huge mountain to climb, but he is the only one with any kind of a realistic chance of defeating Trump in the Republican primary. If you just look at the poll numbers, uh, DeSantis is well known. DeSantis has been a successful governor in Florida. I think there's no denying that. He's got a very strong economic record. He's done a fabulous job with COVID, with a standing up to woke ideology, on crime, on issue after issue. DeSantis, now for the last mm, two months, has been going around the country giving speeches. He's been to New Hampshire already twice, he's been to Iowa, he's been in other of these early key primary states touting what he calls quote-unquote the florida blueprint or the florida model saying i can do for the united states what i've done in florida one of his big arguments that he's going to make and you're going to see it tonight and you're going to see it now for the rest of the entire primary is desantis's argument is going to be i'm electable trump isn't in fact Uh, According to multiple media accounts, he had a meeting with major donors last week. And in that phone call, according to what multiple media outlets have reported, DeSantis said to the donors, there are really now only three credible candidates to be president of the United States in 2024, Joe Biden, Donald Trump, and me. And of the three of us, there's only two that are electable. This is the word that he used, electable. Biden and me. So the argument that he is going to be making is that with the indictment by Alvin Bragg, and by the way, now they've already set the court date, Trump will now stand trial for uh, the Stormy Daniels hush payment uh, in March Of 2024 right in the middle of the Republican primary campaign and as the trial goes on just months before the November election. So clearly now they are weaponizing the judicial legal system to try to damage Trump as much as possible to have this indictment hanging over his head even while he's seeking the Republican nomination and he's trying to campaign. You now also have Jack Smith saying he will indict Trump. So now there are indictments lining up almost like planes at Logan Airport, just one after another after another. So DeSantis is going to make the argument that Trump is in such legal jeopardy and that all of this, January 6th, his four years as president, the attacks on him from the media, now, all of these this indictments and looming indictments make him too toxic, too radioactive, too polarizing. This is going to be DeSantis's argument to be able to successfully win in a general election campaign. DeSantis will argue, I will give you many of Trump's policies without the baggage of Trump. I can win. He can't. This is going to be his, what he believes and his campaign believes is his ace in the hole. Now, there are several problems. Number one, the polls are not bearing that out yet. In fact, what the polls are now showing is that the most electable candidate right now in the United States is Donald J. Trump. I'm just getting the facts. For example, a recent poll by Harvard. Harvard Harris poll shows Donald Trump trouncing Joe Biden by seven percentage points. In terms of the electoral college, it would be an absolute landslide. DeSantis and Biden are tied. In the average of real clear politics of all of their polls, Trump actually leads Biden, desantis and biden tied so in any head-to-head matchups with biden trump is doing better than desantis more importantly as far as desantis is concerned he can't get to biden unless he wins the gop nomination and there he's got a very big problem the latest um morning consult polls listen now to this Trump, 58% in a 2024 National Republican primary. He leads DeSantis by an incredible 38 percentage points. He's up 38 points. DeSantis is at 20. And after that, everybody else in single digits. Judas Mike Pence, 6%. Nikki Haley, Vivek Ramaswamy, 4%. Liz Cheney, who the hell would vote for that deranged warmonger? 2%. To me, I can't believe she's got two. Tim Scott, two. Greg Abbott, who hasn't thrown his hat in the ring, but his name is being mentioned, 1%. So what is clear is that if you look at the polls, forget having a lead. Trump has a chasm. Trump has a massive, massive advantage in terms of the polls, popularity, support, 38 percentage points. Now, that is, as I said, a massive, massive mountain for him to climb. DeSantis now has got money. He's raising money. Apparently, he's going to plan to raise even a lot more money. He says he can raise at least $100 to $150 million to 150000000 dollars which is nothing to to laugh at, to sniff at. Uh, He's going to have a war chest. He is going to concentrate, he says, very heavily in the early states. His strategy is going to be bleed Trump in Ohio, bleed Trump in New Hampshire, and he believes he can take Trump in Florida, even though right now the polls show among Florida Republicans, Trump leads DeSantis. So... My question to you, and this is now the question in terms of any Republican right now on the planet, can DeSantis mount an effective primary challenge to Trump? Can DeSantis beat Trump? Do you want DeSantis to be the nominee? Now, you know my feelings. Let me restate him very quickly, and then I want to open it up. 617-266-6868 is the number. I think DeSantis has been a, a, a remarkable governor. I think he's been a very good governor of Florida. Uh, many, many Floridians have spoken to me. They don't like him. They love him. I think on many issues, he has been rock solid. However, I think this is not his time. It may be good for him to run. I'm not saying he shouldn't run. Anyone is free to run. Uh, and let's see him. Let's see him on a national campaign. Let's see how he takes the pressure and the beating from the uh, Democrat media, from rivals, how he does on the debate stage. I think it'll be good for in terms of experience. But I believe his time, he's still young. He's 44 years old. I believe his time is 2028. 20, I don't believe his time is now to me, the man that is battle tested, that is ready on day one to deal with the economy, to deal with the border crisis, to deal with dismantling the deep state, to deal with Russia, to deal with China, to deal with Iran, to deal with all of these foreign policy crises is Donald J. Trump. So I believe that DeSantis is running But ultimately, he will lose. We'll see. The wild card in all of this is do they succeed in putting Trump behind bars? That is clearly now the Democrat strategy. They fear Trump, they don't want him on the ballot. If they put him in jail, then the only one left standing on the Republican side would be DeSantis. Trump. Versus DeSantis, who do you side with? 6.19 on the great WRKO. It's official. Ron DeSantis now enters the 2024 Republican primary race. He will announce it today. Uh, That's what everybody's reporting anyway. At 6 p.m. Eastern, he will do it on Twitter in an interview with Elon Musk. Now, to me, that's interesting. Because it's almost like Elon is putting his imprimatur on DeSantis or at least saying, I like him and everybody should consider him. So I think, you know, DeSantis now, uh, and also it's a bit unorthodox. He's not going to give a speech just yet. He wants to do it on Twitter where he thinks he's going to have a lot of reach on social media. We'll see how this plays out. What is now clear is that Trump, is spending money attacking DeSantis. And I think the reason why he's doing that is because Trump feels there's no one else that can pose any possible challenge to him. Now he is way ahead, almost 40 points. Uh, it looks like he was gonna he's gonna win this thing and win it convincingly. However, there are two wild cards. Number one, the debates. I think everyone's going to now want to tune into the debates to see, A, how DeSantis does, and B, DeSantis versus Trump. Can DeSantis tag Trump? Can he start to take some of the oxygen out of the room and hurt Trump, bleed Trump? Uh, Will he attack Trump? How will he attack Trump? So I think we're going to see some fireworks And that may change a little bit the trajectory of the race. The big wild card, as I mentioned, is, and I think this is why DeSantis is running, if Trump should fall, then DeSantis may be the only one left on the battlefield on the Republican side who can pick it up and win the nomination and maybe beat Biden head to head. Why? Because the Democrats now clearly have a strategy, they are going to keep indicting Trump, they're going to bury him under indictments in order to eventually put him behind bars. Take him off the ballot. Do not give the American people the ability to choose or vote for Trump. Listen now to, I can play so many cuts, let me just play one. Sonny Hostin on the view, summing up what many liberals And liberal pundits are saying that Trump's day of reckoning is coming. Roll cut 31. Mike but one other thing that we're we're
2: not talking about enough Mm -hmm. we know that georgia is probably going to indict donald trump in august we know that we know that he's facing these new york cases i think it's 34 misdemeanor counts we know that the justice department is looking at him i just can't imagine when it comes to 2024 that he's not either going to be in jail or on trial so i think that's something that we need to continuously remember you remember, there is no
3: law
1: prohibiting him from running in jail. And, and wearing an orange And jumpsuit. wearing an orange jumpsuit. I mean, this is political pornography. Uh, it really is. These people are sick. And you see the crowd. Yeah, yeah! Put him in jail for what? For what? But anyway, let let that go. See, they, they're foaming at the mouth to have him in an orange jumpsuit. Now, the problem is, and this is, I think, the one obstacle Trump faces in winning the Republican nomination. Look, I think he will win. Uh, I think these are, this is a huge lead. I think he's become a very formidable debater. He showed in 2016. There were 17 candidates. He wiped out all 16. So I think, and Trump has been elected. He's been president. He's got a very strong argument to make why he should be president again. But the one barrier, the one obstacle that he faces, and I think they're going to hammer him on this, is, well, how do we know you'll even be the nominee? They could have you behind bars. You could be standing trial for much of the campaign. You can't be on the campaign trail if you've got to be in the courtroom. And then more than that, the optics... For independents, for swing voters, for moderates, this is gonna be their line of attack. They're gonna say we're not gonna vote for someone who could end up going to jail. Now that's the that's gonna be the line of attack. We'll see, we know Chris Christie's gonna use it. We know Mike Pence is gonna use it. We know uh some of these rabid never Trumpers are gonna use it. The question is, will DeSantis use it? And how effective will that be? Now, let me just play one more cut, and then I want to go right to the phone lines. I want you to listen now. This is a mega donor, a DeSantis mega donor, Hal Lambert on Fox. And DeSantis is going to have money. He's going to have a lot of money to run ads, to put together a ground game, to build up a staff, especially in these key early primary states. And listen now to the reasoning and the logic behind the DeSantis team. They believe their guy can win. Why? Roll cut 32A, Mike. One, Donald Trump can only serve one term. Uh, he'll effectively be a lame duck uh, almost on day one if he were to win, but I don't think he can win the general. That's that's the number two reason. I don't think he can win the general. Uh, there's states that matter, and uh, we all know what those are. It's going to be things like Nevada and Arizona and Virginia, uh, Wisconsin. Uh, I, I don't see Trump winning any of those states, and so we can't win.
4: Uh, if we don't win those states and and so also I think governor DeSantis has just done an amazing job as governor I mean, there's nothing wrong with that candidacy. Uh, it's time to move on to the next generation
1: uh, And governor DeSantis is a vision forward versus a, a, a you know hashing out things from the past Okay, so let me just lay it out there. I want to be fair uh, because there are people who support DeSantis in the audience, including my wife. <laughs> uh, she want DeSantis one, Trump two. You know me, I'm Trump one, DeSantis two. But to be fair, he's the visionary. He's the next generation. He's looking forward. Trump will be a one-term governor to me. Sorry, a one-term president. To me, that's a positive. Then he'll, I know he'll dismantle the deep state. I know he's going to go for broke. I like it that he's only got one term, then no one he's not worried about reelection. he's got four years he's going to clean house. but their argument's going to be he can he can't get stuff done in Congress because everyone's already going to be thinking he's a lame duck, and that ultimately in Wisconsin, in Arizona, in Nevada, in Michigan, in these key states, DeSantis can win Trump can't. By that argument, DeSantis versus Trump, who do you support? 631 on the great WRKO, Jeff Kooner, Boston's bulldozer, 617-266-6868 is the number. Okay, my friends, DeSantis versus Trump. DeSantis now will officially announce this, um, this evening at 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, that's what everyone is reporting on Twitter with Elon Musk. It will be a Q and A, an interview. DeSantis will um, announce officially, and now it is on. Trump is ahead by thirty-eight, almost forty points. That is a huge, almost insurmountable lead. We shall see. So the question is, I have for all of you: A, do you think DeSantis can beat Trump in a primary? Who will you support? Who do you support as things stand right now? I know after the debates, maybe people will change their mind. But as things stand right now, are you for Trump or are you for DeSantis? And can DeSantis win in a general election? His argument is going to be, you're going to hear it tonight, and you're going to hear it ad nauseum. He can win a general election against Biden. Trump can't that Trump has too much baggage. Agree? Disagree? 617-266-6868 is the number. You can also text us 70470, 70470. Uh, This is from 917. Jeff, what the Democrats are doing to Trump is anti-American and DeSantis says nothing about our weaponized legal system, what will he say when they come for him? Well, I that, I think Trump is going to use that. I think Trump is going to look at him and say, Ron, in 2028, when you decide to run a second time, uh, you're going to get my treatment. And what are you going to say then? I think there's no question Trump is going to bring that up as well. Lines are loaded. Anthony in Middleton. Thanks for holding, Anthony, and welcome.
0: Jeff, this is all political drama, okay? Me and my crew have already established what's going to happen, and we figured this out two years ago. It's going to be a Trump presidency. It's going to be a DeSantis vice presidency. Trump's going to do four years and DeSantis is going to get eight. We've got 12 years of conservatism coming up. All this other garbage, they can put Trump behind bars, and it's only going to increase his crowds. He could be having his campaigns from the jail cell, and the crowds will be huge because he's got so much support, it'll never be broken.
1: Anthony, you think, so DeSantis is basically running to be Trump's VP? That's what you think? Get him out there, some debates, get some experience, and then uh, get some support, and then Trump will turn around and say, okay, I made a deal with Ron, and he and I are going to be the one-two punch?
0: Everybody on that stage will be is, is running for a cabinet position. Nobody's running against Trump. They're all running for cabinet positions. It's going to be incredible, and it's the only thing that's keeping my hope alive. Because as far as I'm concerned, Trump is the only one with the cojones that can shut down that Ukraine war and clean the swamp. i love to see it. this. I'm going to Florida soon myself. But that man is still a little bit green, and I don't think he's got the cojones to go after the big boys like Trump would.
1: Anthony, thank you very much for that call. Uh, what you're saying, many, many in MAGA are saying as well. You have a lot of people who agree with you, Anthony. Uh, they like DeSantis a lot. Hell, many are moving to Florida. <laughs> but Trump is the big dog. We need him now. Give DeSantis four more years of seasoning, and uh, then he can take over. 617-266-6868 is the number. Larry in Lemonster. thanks for holding, Larry, and welcome. Good morning, Jeff. <clears throat> Can you define irony for me? Uh, what you mean, like what, like, uh, like, uh, wh- like what? De- you mean that Desantis is running? Is that uh, ironic?
3: No, before that, no, no, no. Um, you got the three most nasty, vile women named Whoopi, Joy, and oh. Honey. <laughs> right, <clears throat> and. It's what kills me is it's not just what they say. It's every audience is full of these clapping seals, Just clap it and just think everything they say is genius. Pure genius.
1: It's crazy. Oh, I agree. No, I agree. Larry, I want to ask you this. This is the this is the one I I agree with Anthony. Look, I think Trump can't be stopped. If it's a free and fair election, Trump is going to win. I just to me, it's like a runaway train. It's a freight train. What I'm worried about is putting him behind bars and indicting him and basically knocking him off the ballot. Do you think the Democrats can do that? Just bury him indictment after indictment after indictment and after a while, you know, convince the American people or enough of them to say the man's a criminal. You know, you've got Alvin Bragg, you've got Georgia, you're going to have Jack Smith, the special counsel, you've got Mar-a-Lago, January 6th, uh, the, you know, the documents, the doc- uh, classified documents. In other words, can they can they damage him enough and put him behind bars to ultimately make him unelectable? Can, will it work? Can it work?
3: irony in my opinion excuse me the um if it wasn't for covid donald trump would still be president right yes but if it also wasn't for covid the majority of the americans wouldn't realize how much the government lies to us they're not buying any of it that's the thing now you know the government has played you know cried wolf too many times you know, they 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 keep saying, well, Trump is evil, Trump is this, Trump is that. But a majority of the Americans, not all of them, but a good chunk of the majority of the Americans have had their eyes opening opened with this whole COVID debacle. You know, they're like, no, you guys lied at all this, and it's all coming out now. So how can we believe you when you put up, no, no pun intended, these trumped-up charges? Now, as far as debating DeSantis goes... You know, he's got a tendency to get nasty, and I get that. And, you know, that is that is the power of debates, and the whole primary process is to knock the other guy out. My, If I was Trump, my first argument would be is how can the American people trust you when you just broke your major promise to Florida when you said, elect me for another four years, I'm not going anywhere? That's number one.
4: Ooh, that's good.
3: Number two. Larry, that's good. Yeah. But yeah, think about it. it how, remember how upset we were? Well, we you know we uh, we knew it was coming, but it was Elizabeth Warren. She ran the Senate, you know, stole it from Deal, saying, "Oh no no I'm gonna I'm gonna stay your senator for the next six years." And the very next year, what she do? She ran for president. You know, it's it's the flip flop, <clears throat> and you know, so what if they get a war chest? They put $167 million up against Trump last go round, and he stomped them all like a narc in a biker rally. They all got stomped by him. And as far as like these swing states, here's I'd give, I'd give a great example to DeSantis. I said, So you're telling me, as popular as Carrie Lake was, and she still lost her home state for governor, Nevada, because they stole it, you think you can go in there and. Win win them over? Are you kidding?
1: Uh, You mean Arizona, Larry?
3: Uh, Yeah, sorry, Arizona. You're right. Yeah, but you get the gist. You know, they're they're trying to say, well, Trump can't win these swing states, but DeSantis can. I said they stole it from the most popular woman in Arizona against a woman who was worse than Biden and didn't come out of her basement at all and still took it. What makes you you think you're going to do any better?
1: Larry, if you're on the debate stage, if you were Trump, would you go after DeSantis and say, will you call out voter fraud? Will you call out the election corruption and universal mail-in balloting? In other words, try to put him on defense and saying, you know, yeah, Florida, to your credit, has a clean, relatively clean election system. Uh, Ron, <laughs> we're not in Florida anymore. And do you have the guts to call all this election corruption and fraud out? Do you think Trump should do that?
3: Next point. Yes, he should. And he also should point out the hypocrisy of the January 6th, where um, <clears throat> DeSantis was saying, you know, running on January 6th and all this is bad. How do you, how is DeSantis, who's supposed to be for the people, justify all these people who've been rotting in prison over essentially misdemeanor trespass. You can't have it both ways. You can't say, well, Trump was evil on January 6th, but all those people were innocent that are languishing in jail. you got to pick one or the other. Everyone's a victim or no one's a victim.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Larry, what's your prediction right now? Uh, you think Trump's got this in the bag? You think he's going to be the nominee?
3: Nelson Mandela, they put him in jail. And he still ended up being the president of Africa. You know, the, the, the people have had enough, especially with all these scandals coming out left and right. Forget what the Bidens are doing. People are really upset with the DOJ and the FBI and even in the, the CIA. There's coming to surface of all the underhanded stuff they're doing to the American people. We turned a blind eye to the CIA when they kept going in there and screwing up other people's countries. But now we're realizing, or we knew it all along, but the masses are starting to realize, hey, they're doing that to us.
1: Yeah, they're screwing up our country. Excellent. Larry, as always, really, really good call. Uh, Thank you, Larry. So, okay, you heard Larry. He's basically saying, uh, you know, DeSantis is going to go toe-to-toe with Trump, and Trump is going to crush him in a debate. Do you agree? 617-266-6868. 649 on the great WRKO, Jeff Cooner, Boston's Bulldozer, 617-266-6868 is the number. You can text us 70470, 70470. Okay, listen now to Brett Bear on Fox saying, uh, look, you know, we all know Fox can't stand Trump. We all know they're in the tank against him. But even Brett Boring says he's got such a commanding lead, almost 40 points. It's almost unbridgeable for DeSantis. Something very dramatic needs to happen to shake up the Republican primary. Listen now to Brett Boring. Roll cut 31A, Mike. He is overwhelmingly leading by, you know, as you pointed out, dozens of points mm-hmm. uh, in the latest polls. Every poll, not just one poll, every poll. Uh, so something has to change dramatically to
4: Carl's point. Uh, and there may be there may be events that we don't know. There may be other legal challenges that he faces. There may be other things that happen. Uh, But
1: there has to be a significant movement to change the dynamic. Right now, former President Trump controls the environment. He controls the base, and he controls the messaging. I agree. I mean, I hate to say, you know, even a stop clock is right twice a day. Uh, I hate to agree with, you know, that establishment hack on Fox. But, yeah, it's true. I think Trump now controls the agenda. I think he controls, he's got the the full support of the entire base or most of the base of the Republican Party. I think he's got now the sympathy of many independents, many swing voters. They clearly see he is the victim of a witch hunt. So, I mean, look, again, you know, nine months in politics, uh, six months in politics is an eternity. So we're going to have debates in August. We're going to have more debates in the fall. We're going to have the uh, primary begins early next year. Anything can happen. But as things stand right now, my money's on Trump. What say you? 617-266-6868. Barbara in Maryland. Thanks for holding, Barbara, and welcome.
5: Thanks for taking my calling.
1: Good morning. What a great show.
5: What a great show. Thank you, Barbie. um, Yes. uh, Anthony, the guy who's out there with his crew, Yes, right on point. (laughs) No need to repeat it because he nailed it. He nailed it. And I think it was Anthony who called. That one. the second guy who called. I think his name was Anthony. No,
1: it was Larry. Um, Larry. Larry and Lemonster.
0: Anthony.
5: Yes. Well, I will remember those names because they are absolutely right. And I'll tell you what, there is another variable that I haven't heard yet, and that is Ron DeSantis is a part of the establishment. How can he assure us, that is us us Trump voters, Trump voters, not just MAGA, because he's going to try to, you know, get, get a part of that MAGA, Uh, uh, Thing, But Trump voters, I would never trust Ron DeSantis to dismantle the deep state. He is not going into office. If he did get the nomination and if he did win, there's no way he's going to dismantle the FBI. He's going to be relying on the same people who got him in office if he wins. And those same people are the ones that are running the deep state right now. And he could never convince me otherwise. And a lot of us. That, I mean, I talk to Trump people. i got Trump shirts, all kinds of stuff. I love him. I just love him. And he's going to win. He's going to win. They can throw the kitchen sink at him. They have, they have thrown everything at this man imaginable. I mean, they brought out old people from 30 years ago, especially that woman who said that he was in the dressing room with her. That was bull crap. Uh, what else can they do? I don't well, think You know, Barbara, look,
1: evening. you're touching on something I think very, very interesting, because if you look at Trump, as far as I'm concerned, he has all the right enemies. And one of the problems I have with DeSantis, again, look, I would look if it's DeSantis versus Biden, I'm voting DeSantis all the way to me. It's a no brainer. But we're not talking about DeSantis versus Biden. We're talking DeSantis versus Trump. And the reason why I'm supporting Trump is I look at Trump. He's got all the right enemies. DeSantis, to me now, increasingly has all the wrong friends. And, you know, I see Karl Rove lining up behind DeSantis now. I see Jeb Bush. I see the Bush clan. Uh, I look at some of these mega donors. And I think you're very, you're onto something. I think he's, I think the Bush family wants to use DeSantis as retribution to bring down Trump. Uh, Look, they do bring a lot of power, clout with them. No connection, no question, connections. But a lot of those connections are with the deep state. And to me, if you're not ready to rip out the deep state root and branch, you're not gonna save our country. And what I know about Trump, this is I go back to this again and again, he's a proven known commodity. I know what we're gonna get with Trump. $2 gallon gas, low inflation, energy independence, a secure border, a guy who's going to take the deep state on, stand up to China, who can work with Putin and work with other powers in Europe to end the war in Ukraine. So when I look at Trump, I'm like, he did it already. He can do it again. With DeSantis, there are just too many unknowns. Now, maybe four years, 2028, second term in Florida, or he's Trump's VP that's a different story but right now i look at trump ready day one i look at desantis now i know my wife disagrees with me but i look at desantis there's just too many question marks i mean barbara am i wrong
5: you're absolutely right he's a rookie taking care of the state he's done a great job down there in florida but i tell you what there's something else that, that could happen between now and uh november 2024 What's China doing? What's Russia doing? What about Little Rocket Man? All these people that Trump... I mean, DeSantis doesn't know Ahmed in Afghanistan. Remember Trump called him and said, I know your address? Not a hair to be harmed on any American's head. I will never forget that. And not one in the time that he was president. Nothing happened to any American in Afghanistan. That means a lot to me. And... It just shows the power of this man, the resolve that he has to get things done. I see Ron DeSantis as a good governor, but he's not ready for this job, not for the job that we need right now. Right
1: now. uh, You summed up my feelings perfectly, Barbara. You summed up my feelings to a T. Barbara, thank you very, very much for that call. Uh, Again, that's now look again, anything can happen. Uh, You've got debates, uh, a year in politics, as they say, is an eternity. But, you know, all I can do is today. I can't do tomorrow, next week, next month. So today he's announcing DeSantis. He's in officially as a candidate. It's on. And so I look at him. I look at uh, Trump and I'm just, you know, giving you my honest take. Uh, I like DeSantis as a governor. I love Trump as a president. 617. 266-6868. 266-6868. Bill in Sudbury. Thanks for holding, Bill, and welcome. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. Hi, Bill. Uh, I kind of agree with you today.
6: Take a step back and just think tactically for a minute. DeSantis's whole basis for his candidacy is that he's a winner. He wins. He's a winner. He's a winner. The problem with that is, is if he loses New Hampshire, that argument falls apart overnight. Whether Trump wins or somebody else either way that his argument of i'm a winner falls apart overnight and that's why in the end i think he won't be much of a factor at all
1: What i mean bill i mean to be fair to desantis you know you've had many for example trump lost iowa to ted cruz and then he went on eventually to win the nomination in other words just because you lose a primary or a caucus doesn't mean you lose the nomination So I think DeSantis is not arguing he's going to win every primary. I think his argument is I can be competitive, win some, lose some in the early states. And as this thing drags on, I'm going to overtake Trump. I'm just giving you his argument, knock him out. And I'm the guy that can beat Biden one-on-one. In fact, Bill, let me ask you, as a liberal, in all honesty, you're a Biden backer. Who do you fear most or who do you think your friends fear more more DeSantis or Trump in a general in a general election 2024 head to head who do you think has a better shot at beating Biden
6: I think the exact rematch that nobody wants is now inevitable no way do I see DeSantis wrestling New Hampshire away from Trump and if he loses New Hampshire See, the thing is, is his whole basis of his campaign is that he's a winner. So if he loses Iowa and New Hampshire, it falls apart. He's Scott Walker. He's Fred Thompson. It just disintegrates.
1: Well, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, he does have Florida. Florida's a very early state. I mean, I hear what you're saying. If he loses Iowa and New Hampshire, yeah, he's in trouble. But, um, I mean, we'll see. I mean, Bill, it's a long way away, but... Uh, so you think it's going to be Trump-Biden. We shall see. Uh, uh, thank you very much for that call, Bill. 617-266-6868 is the number. I think New Hampshire is going to be very, very important. If anyone has any shot at beating Trump in the primary, they're going to have to win one of those early states. I'm not saying you have to win every one. But I just think, you know, in terms of Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, Florida, those are the first four early ones. They're going to have to win a couple, at least two. So I know DeSantis believes he can do very well in New Hampshire. I don't think he can. I mean, he may may be right. I may be wrong. I think New Hampshire is going to go for Trump. If Trump is more vulnerable, it would be in Iowa, not in New Hampshire. But we shall see. And uh, look, he's got to win Florida. If DeSantis cannot win Florida in a primary, then he collapses. His campaign completely collapses. So to me, if I was DeSantis, Florida is my firewall. And if Trump breaches that, it's over. It could be over within the first four states. So we shall see. Uh, but as things stand right now, look, to be fair, DeSantis is going to have a war chest. He's going to be advertising. He's going to be campaigning. He's going to be everywhere. And he's playing the early game. He's not playing the mid or late game. So he knows he has to draw blood, and he has to draw blood fast. So, uh, look, I'm going to try to get him on the show, see what he has to say, have you listened to him. Uh, we're working very hard to get Trump on the show, obviously. So we shall see. Uh, to me, the big question now is this. DeSantis's singular argument and why he's popping, I wouldn't say popping, but he's doing better than everyone else, is the electability argument. Because he's done such a good job in Florida, he has a national name, national recognition. If you don't like Trump and you're a Republican, naturally you would gravitate towards DeSantis. So my question to you, Do you believe DeSantis is more electable than Trump? Do you believe he has less baggage than Trump and hence can win independents, can win win over some moderate swing voters, uh, especially in some of these key purple states like Wisconsin or Michigan or Pennsylvania or Nevada or Arizona? That's going to be DeSantis' core argument i can win against biden ultimately trump can't do you buy it yes or no 617-266-6868 is the number dave in dunstable thanks for holding dave and welcome hey jeff
4: thanks for taking the call my pleasure um, jeff you you dance with the one who brought you it's uh would definitely be trump all the way DeSantis is just a lesser weaker version of trump i mean that's my opinion on on that question and uh but if i was to predict i i unfortunately jeff i believe biden is going to win no matter who he's up against and not 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 if it was a free and fair election of course not but trump right now should be you know president there's no doubt about it we talk about it we've done nothing it happened in the midterms we talked about it we did nothing why why did why would we think that something different is going to happen i mean we 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 that's what's that's what's going to happen jeff biden will be the the president again dave uh you're making a brilliant point
1: sandy if you're listening or mike can you get me the KT McFarland cut that we had on the cut sheet, maybe yesterday, or the day before, about how the 2024 election is going to be rigged? Okay, please. Thank you. Dave, so uh, former deputy national security advisor under Trump. She also was a, a, a constant on Fox News before she joined the Trump administration, uh, KT McFarland. And we're going to get the cut. Gave an interview. And she said, look, the big question in 2024, it's not whether you like Trump or like DeSantis or whatever. It's will the FBI, will the CIA, will the deep state rig the election again? They tried in 2016 to some extent. They- we now have
2: black and white evidence that the FBI interfered in the 2016 election. And then when they failed to get their candidate elected, Hillary Clinton, then they just set out to destroy the Trump administration. So then go back, go up to 2020. It was the CIA this time that got involved in the 2020 election with those 51 former intel agents who talked about the Hunter Biden laptop as total Russian disinformation. Mm-hmm. So they've gotten away with it for two elections. Sure, going to get away with it. Try to get away with it in 24, right? Because there's no consequence. The difference is in 2024, the evidence is there. We now have the Durham investigation. We have all the congressional investigations. There is now hard evidence that there was election interference by the U.S. intelligence agencies and the Department of Justice. They've got to be terrified, those individuals have to be terrified that a Republican president comes in. In the 2024 election with a Republican attorney general, investigates them and charges them all with the crimes they've committed over the last eight years.
1: She's dead on. She's absolutely dead on. Now, again, Dave, the reason why I'm playing the cut, A, it's true. But more than that, this is not, you know, some Joe Schmo. This is the former deputy national security Advisor. Frankly, one of the most respected commentators on Fox for years. So this is a woman that carries a tremendous amount of weight. For her to come out and say, look, let's call a spade a spade. The intelligence community interfered in 2016. And they did everything in their power to try to stop Trump. They interfered again in 2020. This time they did rig it. And they're going to do it again. And this time they know that if Biden goes down, they go down. So what she's basically saying is they're going to do everything, what you're saying, everything in their power to prevent either Trump or DeSantis. It really doesn't matter, but especially Trump from winning. And so they're going to steal the election or attempt to rig the election again. Now to me, Dave, what's interesting is I know Trump. He's going to bring this up. He's going to bring it up. He's going to tell everyone this is exactly what's going to happen. These are the stakes. And he's going to put DeSantis on the spot. I'm here to dismantle them. I'm coming for them. I'm telling them. You know, like a marshal with these outlaws. High Noon. I'm coming for you. What are you going to do, Ron? And I'm dying to hear what Desantis's answer is going to be. My question to you, Dave, is this. Fool me once, fool me twice, but now if they do it a third time, with the evidence that we now know, will the American people put up with one more stolen, rigged election? Or are
4: they finally going to say, you know what? we got to take it to the streets. Let me ask you this, Jeff, with all the evidence that we have now, like what you're saying, if, if, if we were living in a, in a normal society, don't you think that Joe Biden would be brought out right now in front of a firing squad for everything he's done? He sold us out to our mortal enemy, China.
1: Oh, he'd be in the dark. No question. No question. No question.
4: We're not going to do anything, Jeff. And, and it's going to be too late because they're coming after the Second Amendment. Uh, every day they try doing something with it. They're going to want to disarm us, and it's going to be too late. All we're going to have is our hands, and 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 nobody wants to fight anyways. It seems like there's no more men left.
1: Dave, so your your prediction is you think unbelievably, but we're going to be saddled with another Biden four years.
4: Uh, uh, yep, yeah, I, I really do, Jeff. That's what's going to happen. And and that's because we allow it to happen, Jeff. We don't do anything, but we we talk and we whine, but we're too busy working and and paying our bills and stuff. And that that's just what's going to happen. I, I guarantee it.
1: Uh, Dave, then we got to run for the hills, my friend.
4: <laughs> if that happens,
1: Dave, I think maybe you and I. What do you think? New Zealand? <laughs> yeah,
4: I'll go. I'll follow you, Jeff. Wherever you want to go.
1: <laughs> Dave, thank you very much for that call. 617 uh, 266 the country cannot survive another four years of Biden. Um, I, I mean, I, I'm not saying this uh, figuratively. I mean, we literally, the country cannot survive four more. I don't know if we can survive till 2024. Another four years of this, basically six more years, another six years of this, aye, aye, aye. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Mark in New Hampshire. Thanks for holding, Mark, and welcome.
3: Good morning, Jeff.
1: Mark, how are you? Well, I still
5: have my God, and I
1: still got my God. Okay, Mark. <laughs> I think he said, I still have my God, and I still have my guns. Mark, please hang on. You You sound like you're in the Himalayas, Mark. We're going to try to reconnect with you. Uh, Robert in Anchorage, Alaska. Thanks for holding, Robert, and welcome.
0: Good morning, and thank you so much for taking my call again. My pleasure. As you know, I have called in several times over the months, and I wanted to get my feelings about DeSantis.
1: Go ahead. Go ahead, Robert.
0: When... You gave information that he referred to Russia as a gas station with nuclear weapons and that he agreed that Putin was a war criminal or something to that effect. That immediately discounted him from being
1: Robert, I'm up against a hard break, I'm going to come back to Robert in Anchorage Uh, that line of Russia being a gas station with nuclear missiles John McCain that was straight from McCain is DeSantis a neocon?